Welcome to Get Your Shoot Together, the photographer's podcast where we discuss studio, business, life, and keeping it all in line. I am Kira Derryberry. And I am Mary Fisk Taylor. Hi. Hi. I haven't seen you in forever. I It's been a solid week, and since then, I have uh, don't have bangs at all anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, last time you had on a hat, and now you're just like, you're I, just going to have a headband uh, on next time I see you. <laughs> I don't. You know what? Um, what's weird is that I don't recognize my own face, you know, like from here, Mm -hmm. it's such a difference. It's such a strange feeling. And so, um, I, everyone seems to not care and that's great. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's cute. I think it's cute that you have options. I think you should always be able to flip them back or wear them down. I think that's awesome. Well, maybe I'll just keep them long. I'm supposed to go finally see, um, my hairstylist tomorrow. Right. We'll make, we'll make some executive decisions there. She is not going to care at all to right. talk to me. She's either going to be like, I got a lot of people. Could you just let me know? Do you want to cut it? Do you not want to <laughs> Don't want to talk about your psyche and what it does to it. Um, so, <laughs> so oh, I think it's cool um, that you can have options. I'd ask her, how can I do this with options that I can still wear them down and swoopy or pulled back? And cause it looks more like, you know, I like, I like when you can have options. Like I can wear my hair curly or straight, you know, if I want to straighten my hair, which I'd never do, but. You know, I, well, you've seen it straightened. I mean, that's kind of my go-to. If I want to be all dressy, I'll straighten my hair or pay somebody to straighten my hair because my hair's so thick. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, so. if you want to be fancy. I don't mm-hmm. have a, like, if I want to be fancy, then I guess I, I have it curled, but then I also don't feel like myself. I've decided that I'm not like myself at all if I, like, have, if I'm wearing eyelashes. Yeah. Or, no, Like, I just look true. like a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> I think your hair pulled back, though, and, like, curled, and I think that could be very, uh, this could be very sporty with, like, a ponytail Mm-hmm. Or pulled, you know, curly and all that. I think it could be very fancy. Well, you know, if we alter it, if we alter it too much, then our our icons, our, our little characters don't matter. We're going to have to get new characters. Well, <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking about getting us characters with masks over our face, but then I thought, no. Oh, that would be fun. Somebody could, would take that the wrong way, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, they might. Although it's just true now. I'm literally just half the day. I'm just like covered. Like I have marks usually on my face. I didn't leave today. I, I've worked from home all day, so I didn't have to. Yeah. Wear a mask, but usually I've just now I've started to get used to just this lower half of my face not having any makeup on it and yeah. being Im- impressed with a yeah. mask of some kind. It yes, is the what problem it is. with me is my glasses. I still just can't figure out how to not they fog up and I get winded. Like it's just I was actually I get talking winded too. to Audrey today. Audrey and I were talking and she was like, Do you get winded? And I'm like, Yes, I was photographing the other night and I got, I mean, first of all, okay, let's just be honest. I was having anxiety about photographing like an on location session I did like I was so discombobulated which is not like me at all I mean I always get a little nervous but this was like full-on like I felt like I was just in a full sweat Mm -hmm. did like I'd never picked up a camera like I was like a foreign object to me I mean it was like you they were asking me to do like surgery like it was crazy (laughs) and I'm wearing a mask and so my breathing gets really shallow anyway when I'm nervous and now I'm wearing a mask and the yes. glasses are fogging up. I was a disaster. Yes. I was a disaster. Like, I, it's, uh, I, I found myself trying to explain because my ordering, you know, especially because I'm only doing headshots right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the ordering for that, I'm doing Zoom calls for the ordering. Yeah. And so I was going through the whole spiel of how that will work. Mm-hmm. And I had to go, okay, so we're going to be going into the, you know, I'm going to send you the Zoom meeting information and whatever. And then, yes. And then, yes. I had to like, <gasps> 
then this. And then finally, I just walked across the room and took the mask off. And I was like, I need to breathe and talk. <laughs> yeah. And I'm having, <laughs> so like, I'm, it's, I'm getting, because we're just, it's all new. And we're trying to remember everything mm-hmm. and getting back into any type of routine. I think I texted you yesterday or the day before. I was like, yeah, I haven't really talked to anybody. Like, I guess I'm just trying, focusing all the extra energy I have right now, which I, I should have way more than I do, but for some reason I don't. No. But I'm just trying to focus it all in on getting back to some kind of working, but not full on. And I'm not sure what phase we're in, but I want to be phased, but I'm not sure. It's a lot. It's just motivation. I think motivation is a, is a big problem right now for a Mm -hmm. lot of people. I know my husband's experiencing it too. You know, we, we talked about that. It's, it's like, it's like you got used to one, there was the panic of like the abrupt change in our world, like in our schedules and our everyday. And then, and then you settle into, okay, this is what we're doing now. We're home. Yes. And we, and we build a new routine. And then that becomes routine that your body adjusts to it. You're, that's what you're doing every day. And then it's like, okay, so you're going to take a modified version of that middle routine. And now you're <laughs> going to shove it back into the original routine. Mm-hmm. Because, and so none of it is designed to go together. Nope. And I just, and I feel like now we're in a state of kind of where we were in the beginning of the pandemic, where we were trying to adjust to not working anymore. Now we're trying to adjust to going back to work, but also having all these new rules and ways of life and... And wanting to keep coming some of that old life that I really started to love. Yes. Yeah, You know, the more, you know, so uh, yeah, it's a lot. I I wonder, you know, I hope, I mean, I can't imagine that we're the only people feeling this way. It's, I've talked to a couple people today alone that, you know, had very similar stories. And so we're all adjusting and pivoting and making it, but it's going to take... It took us a it it took us several weeks to really kind of get into it. The mm-hmm. the the um stay at home. It's going to take us a little bit to get out of it. So you know, as my fr- our friend Angela Kirkian told me today, give yourself grace and be patient with yourself. And I was like, you too, my friend, because she's like, I know, I need to hear it too. Can but, I just talk? Can I just talk to Angela Kirkian? Like, and when I wake up in the morning, I just yeah. like if she could just give me a quick phone call. Yeah, she calls. She doesn't want to do that. Soothing voice. No, <laughs> she's like okay. she has lots. Of, she has all those kids that she has to give soothing. And Scott, like she's got to take care of her people. And the puppies. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And all of her puppies. Uh, yes. yes, I. And I she's homeschooling well. too. You know. She's what? She's homeschooling as well. She actually said oh, she's never been right. so glad to see sixth grade end. <laughs> yeah. So because they're still not PBA, still not back now. By the time this podcast comes out next week, I mean they might be. We don't know. We haven't. You know, I don't know what will happen, but. You know, everything's still plugging along. Not back in the office yet, but yeah. Everything's plugging along. Um, It's, it's, you know, it's still a little bit, a little bit of a juggling act. We got um, a line on somebody who we may hire or in the interview process, one of the students at the College of Education to help us with Lucy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then we found, we did find a camp at her OT that is um, for you know, kids with disabilities mm-hmm. um, that we are considering maybe doing okay. some, you know, just so she has some, it's going to be impossible to not have any interaction or I just, I have mom guilt about her not having any friends to play with, right. you know, and like, and I know we have to be careful, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'm having a lot of mom guilt about that because she's been very alone, but also she doesn't, but it's probably bothering me more than it's probably Right, which her. you know that. I, I, I think a lot of times, all of us, but you especially, you, I know that you, 
you worry about things that, you know, probably haven't even crossed Lucy's mind. She's, she's got you guys and Dan and her, she gets to see our grandmother, our grandparents again. Or yeah. And her, her uncle. Parents. We've, yeah. we've done our family, our family's back. In fact, if you hear any audio um, coming from outside, like construction audio, my brother and my husband are outside building our pergola. Oh, it's being built. Okay, good. <laughs> it's being built. They're out there. It's been raining off and on. So anyway, if you hear some sawing, that's, that's what's that happening. is what is happening. And and they're, and it's just um, part of that old, the, the pandemic life that I want to carry on, which is this like us hanging out in the evenings out in the patio, you know? Yeah. So now we're like trying to make it nicer so that we can do that. So I love that. I know that you really love that and, and that shouldn't let it go. I mean, there should, it, maybe not every night, but there certainly should be you, you and Kevin, you know, can make a pack that so many nights a week we will try very hard to make this happen. You know what I mean? So yeah. Happen. Yeah. That, that is kind of where we're, where we're at. And so I, I think it's getting back, it's getting back to normal. I know I'm already having the stress of, um, of client requests. I had a, I had an interesting request from a client, which is a great client. I love her to death. And she had, um, I did her, her son's senior photos, like a quick senior photo session in the studio. It was my first one back. And she wanted me to match like a mat that I guess the company who had photographed her older son mm-hmm. several years back, there was like a mat with his name on it and it had a pattern on the mat and it was like very specialized and it had class of 2015 on it. And, and so she wanted me to match it and frame it yeah. and everything. Um, but I will tell you, I found a solution because I was like, I guess I could probably match it. I had her send me a photo of it. I sent it to Fiverr. I oh, hired wow. somebody on Fiverr for, for like, Fifteen dollars, yeah, to do all the do all the matching work. That's phenomenal. Oh, and so it was, it's a virtual mat. Uh, well, that's the only option we have because okay. the mat. This mat is so custom and special, and I, you know what I mean. I, I asked a couple of volume friends, like, and they're like, ah, you yeah. know, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So, um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a digital one, which I explained to her, and she was fine. She was like, I just want it to sort of go and look like they go together and be relatively similar. Oh, that's fantastic. You know? Yeah, fun. so. I, so that was an interesting uh, hurdle that I climbed. Actually, contacted Retouch Up first. I was like, maybe they do custom graphic design jobs because they do everything else for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you That's know? true. And, uh, and um, Gary from Retouch Up called me and was like, "We don't do that, but have you considered Fiverr?" And I was like, "Duh, you're right. I should have considered Fiverr." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gary, you should have sent into Fiverr and charged me twenty five dollars because I would have paid it. <laughs> I would have done it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so that cool. all worked out. So thanks, Gary. I know he listens. So thank yeah. you a lot for that that's, reminder. And about that's fiber. a cool thing because you know it's that's a product that you don't sell, but you're taking care of your client, right? Like you, oh, yeah. of course, you're going to take care of your client. And we find mm-hmm. ourselves in that position a lot. Like you know, someone will come in like at our Hayes and Fisk studio. We don't do a lot of gallery wraps. It's just not something that really because we love to paint and we just love our cabinet space and I. It's just what we do. So we don't do a lot, but every once in a while we'll have a new client. They're new in town and maybe they purchased a gallery wrap of their young, their older child and they want to match. So of course we're going to offer it. You know what I mean? But it's not something I'm going to show and make as a staple in my product lines. Like it's just not going to be a good fit, you know, um, as usual. So how do you, you know what I mean? Like there's this fine line, not a fine line. I mean, absolutely. We will do these special things for these special clients, but -hmm. it's not what we promote and, and show. You know what basically, I mean? Basically, there's some there's some clients that you have over the years that if they, I mean, basically, if, if they ask me to do something, I will find every, if I can't do it, I will find somebody who can do it. Exactly. But if I'm, I'm going to, you know, go the extra mile for this client because they've been with me for years, 
you know, and um, and you want to make them happy. But there was a time in the beginning of my business where somebody would ask me for something specific and I'd go, oh, I don't know, I don't have that. Let me find that. And then I would find it and I would get it for them. But then also I would go, I should carry this. Yes. You know what I mean? Because one person and I, asked for it. One person asked for it and I just started carrying stuff. Like I ended up with a frame line that like really was popular with like, you know, know was trendy. About. I know yeah, exactly you know what you're talking about. <laughs> And something against them, it just didn't fit your. It didn't. It didn't. Mm -hmm. And and but like I had a couple of people who were who liked it and Mm -hmm. and had seen it somewhere else or Mm -hmm. had ordered it from another photographer. So I thought, well, I'll become a vendor for that. It's easy enough. Sign up to do, you know. And then it turns out it's just not necessary. So what ended up happening, maybe after year two or year three of my business, is I had this really unorganized massive amount of product line mm-hmm. that like I couldn't focus on selling anything specific because I yeah. didn't have any didn't have any goal to push people towards. Right. You know? God, it took so many years. No, <laughs> I know. We all have fallen down that or you go to a your you know your convention or you go to Imaging USA or a talk or somebody comes through town and you go and and you sign up for things because they sound and look so awesome. And they are awesome. See the thing they are. is is there's just a lot of awesome stuff out there. But, you know, before you put anything in your business and in your studio and put your name on it, which is what you're doing, when you put that, you know, those, you know, crazy frames up or, you know, metal or acrylic or, you know, anything, you know, anything it is, they're all great. But when you put your name on it, you're saying, this represents my brand. This says Kira Derryberry Photography. This says Mm -hmm. Hazen Fisk. Well, does it? Because... You've been feeding me this line all this time that you have this very, you know, advertorial, streamlined, you know, clean look. And now you're introducing these frilly, pastel, you know, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, you have to really think about it. And they are cool. It's just they're not cool for you, you know. There, exactly. And there came a point where I started looking at my work and thinking, what products would my work look best on? Mm-hmm. You know, and then that really helped kind of like shut the door on erroneous product purchasing and carrying, you know, like my stuff is designed in a certain way to look good in frames, um, on, on frame canvas, on float canvas and on metal. That's right. Those are my wall things. And, you know, if somebody wants something else, I can accommodate that, you know, depending on how hard I want to work for, for the client. But, um, it just, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like we're in a, we go to these trade shows, Mary, and the, and some of the stuff we see are just gorgeous. Or you find a photographer that you look up to and they carry this beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, and you're like, I want to carry that beautiful thing. It doesn't yeah. fit anything that I do, but I want that beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's nowhere to put it. And then no, you end up like me with a back room full of samples. <laughs> I know. I know. Because <laughs> I don't want to throw anything away. I know. I've tried every which way to Sunday to figure out how to fit the like style that you are you are more your style. It, Allison Taylor Jones certainly was one of the first people I saw that has oh, a very, yeah. She's, it's very, that very clean style, that chroma style, that high key style, that glossy floor. I love it so much. And I every year, every year without fail, Jamie and I'll sit down and talk about it. And it just doesn't fit. I mean, we can because this is why. When we try to like juggle all these products and all these styles, then you're not, you're not going to stand out for any one thing. So, you know, we already have so much, you know, we have our environmentals, we have our black and white relationship. We have, you know, um, maybe, you know, a little bit of weddings here or there or what have you. So 
trying to juggle all that information and get it out there and then throw in something new. No, it's not going to work. It's, it's just, it's I've not, not found any success with it. It's not going to work. And because you can't put a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like just because you like the way another person's thing works on that does not mean that that translates to you. Right. You know what I mean? You have to kind of like keep your eyes on your own paper. This is what I do. And this is what it's going to look this is what it's designed for. Yes. Yeah. Right. Not just look good on, but what it's designed for. The way I shoot it is so that it will go on to this piece. Yeah. No, I agree. Right? I No, you're absolutely right. It's like, I love, you know, I love like uh, Christy Elias' style, that deep, dark, heavy, dark, you know, darker. Mm-hmm. You think about those fun composites, like people like Dan McClanahan and Ben Shark, and they do, and they're so freaking cool. Like, I love them. What am I going to do? I it doesn't even fit anywhere. And it doesn't mean I don't want them. Like I would pay somebody to do that for my family or myself or whatever, but it's just not what I do. It's like we photographed, you know, Lucy at the beach and did a very traditional brush oil painting of it, but that's not anything like what you would ever offer to your clients. It's not that you don't like it. But it's just I would, not, go, no, you know, I love brand. it. And that's what I would go to somebody to do. <laughs> Cause I can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not my brand. It's what I would go to somebody to do. And now I have that piece of artwork in my right. living room or in my dining right. room. You know, because I commissioned it. <laughs> right. There you go. I like you it. You know? No, that's um, true. You know, I think we we had an episode way back where we talked about finding your style and, and being inundated with enjoying other artists' work and then feeling like you need to try that. I mean, this is me and I'm speaking personally, but I felt like I needed to try all these different foods, if you will. You know, yeah. just trying, you know, because I just looked at all those things and thought how... Um, wonderful they were and I wanted to be able to do it and then at the end of the day I looked it down and I just had a mess none of the food went (laughs) together none of the ingredients went together and I think it 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 carries on into what your product line becomes Mm -hmm. you know first you have to figure out what it is what it is you do what it is you do well and what it is you want to produce and then going there and and one of the things that I think helps is actually if you have a, a loved vendor like you and I do like White House you know um, they are great experts in going, here's what I do. Here's, if you could show them, you could find a you know, representative there at any of the trade shows and be like, this is what I do. Can can you show me the products that you think look best with this work? Because sometimes, don't you think it's good to have outside perspective? I do. You know? Yeah, you I agree. A little, a little too in your head about it. No, I agree. I think you do. I think, you know, we're reaching out and having that, or having a mentor, or having a coach, having a group or an accountability group that you, you know, work on, you know, that that's all super important. I mean, I think that's a great way to, to help you pick that lane and you do need to, I think, and I get it guys. Look, I understand that a lot of times people are living in smaller areas or small towns, just starting out. You don't know yet. Okay, cool. I got it. That's, that's good. You know, but even if you're in a small town or an area and you have a more limited, you know, reach in your client base, it doesn't mean you have to offer and do everything. You know, you can still be that, you know, town photographer or that photographer that offers family children portraits and even do weddings and and things like that but you don't have to offer everything from the tchotchke stuff that we expect from your volume photographers like school products like calendars and mouse pads and purses and jewelry and you know i've walked into studios before (laughs) yeah buttons and you know banners and you see all that and then you look over and then they're trying to sell paintings and then they're trying to sell medals and i'm it becomes a it becomes like a bazaar, you know, like the, like this big like tag sale of what is it? What is it exactly you do? I think you can really nail down your style and your products and, you know, 
not offer everything, but then you get that client and they're like, I want you to do dance pictures for our dance school. No problem. And then maybe you're going to have a special, you know, price list or something that you're going to offer those other things from, but it's not something you have to market and show. Like, even if I did that, I would not put it on my social media or put it on my website Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that. No. Yeah, I mean, there was, you know, a few one-off times where, you know, I ended up getting a job um, d- shooting the the volleyball team for a high school here. Yeah, And so, like, the product line, you know, I, I didn't carry a lot of the stuff that I think some of the parents would expect to mm-hmm. see, you know. And mm-hmm. so, I went out of my way to make sure to include those, make them available, yeah. you know. And ultimately, you know, I sold a little bit of that stuff, but not, it was hardly even worth all the effort I did into I researching and you know yeah <laughs> like, yeah they, you sell um, a lot less more that, that stuff is like the the kind of the the fun stuff that we think everybody buys but we and we've done it all with real life we've we've had major huge baseball leagues and soccer leagues and you sell some of that stuff but not as much as you think you sell you really don't in my experience but yeah yeah it's not but um but I think you know once we get this this stuff ironed out I mean, you and I've got it ironed out. I've only recently got it ironed out. Like, I only recently feel very confident in it. And, and of course, you know, we mention Greg Daniel all the time, but he is he is somebody who really looked at me and was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is all this? What are all these things, you know? Right. Um, and, and sometimes it does take somebody just looking at your stuff. It's great. Like you said, a mastermind group, a mentor, just a friend who's who knows the industry mm-hmm. to look at your stuff and to go, hey— uh, are you particularly close to the accordion albums? Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, one, it's made the sales, the sales process much more streamlined for sure. Cause mm-hmm. I, cause I have a goal mm-hmm. in mind. Um, and I don't spend a lot of time like going over and here's all the many varied things that you can have. And here's the accordion albums and they come in sets of three and, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like going through the whole spiel for each and every single product. Here's the little gift box and here's the yeah. little, I don't know, dancing ballerina with a picture on her butt. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> no, you're right. It, it really does because, you know, it, where where we are, it's, you know, even for our senior studio, but specifically if I talk about Hayes, you know, I had a consultation the other day and um, they, they had they, this was a virtual, it was online. It was an online consultation. And then, they got so excited about seeing stuff, they wanted to come in. So I actually met with them this morning. But all we were showing was just, do you like the, do you like this level? You know, do you like the canvas or do you like this level of, of painting? Or do you like this heavier level of painting? And that's all we were talking about. We were not even talking about, obviously we weren't talking about prints or digital files. And then the only thing from there is if they wanted to add on an album or an image box. I mean, you know, I, I've really, I mean, I've narrowed it down. I've gotten even... I mean, I, before you know it, I'm going to only offer like, you know, 20 inch portraits and up on canvas or painted because that's kind of where we're headed. But, you know, I, I just don't, I just don't even think about those other products. Now, if we're sitting in the room and all of a sudden they go, oh, you know, my mom really likes this. She has this double frame or she has this, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to, you know, but I don't want to talk about that or focus on that. I want to really narrow in on what I think my work looks best in, you know, and you know, your work looks best in this vehicle. I know my, I feel like my work looks best here and that's the sweet spot. And, you know, I I know we've said this before on the podcast and I give Tim Walden all the credit in the world, but I, you know, so long ago, you know, 16 years ago or so, like I remember him saying, you know, Mary, I understand it's so exciting and all this stuff is so cool, but some of the best ideas I've ever, I've 
ever seen I had to leave on the table because they're so nailed down. Him and Bev are so incredibly drilled into their brand and what works in their, you know, in the scope of their business. And I was like, I'm so glad I learned that. Talk about having a mentor. Like, you know, he's an industry mentor for me, Um, you know, always has been just like Greg is for you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel like that was a lesson. That was one of the best lessons I've ever learned. And I've learned from some amazing photographers through the years, but it's probably one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given was by Tim. And I still, I told him that a couple weeks ago, I was like, Tim, you don't remember, but I still remember this. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, that sounds like me. And you know, whatever, but obviously it had a much bigger impact on me than it did to Walden. Well, isn't that always the way? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like somebody says something and you're like, that was so profound. Yes. And you're, they're like, hmm. Was it? Okay. It's just seemed, <laughs> but it was so obvious to him. They had mm-hmm. lived their whole life that way, you know, or lived uh, since they had gotten successful in their business. And it just was secondhand to him. It well, didn't seem, but I really needed to hear that. And to hear it from him, I guess, made a bigger impact maybe because I think he's amazing. He obviously. is amazing. Yes, he is. Um, If I could circle back, because you said something, and I I wondered if you would expand on it a little bit. You said, you know, the levels, this level, this level, this level. So, so you've got a, I'm just going to like, try and describe it. So you've got like, you know, uh, different product lines for your products, right? Mm -hmm. Different lines that they are designed to go to. And then do you have a good, better, best Kind yeah. of. Yeah, it's definitely good, better, rest. So that's the other great, that's the first lesson I learned in professional photography. Jeff Lubin, who's a photographer in Northern Virginia, right outside of D.C. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, I think, get, when they start talking to a, a potential client or to a client, they start focusing in on the size. Like, I don't even talk mm-hmm. about the size. Like, I feel like if they if they want my work, that and they're coming to me because we're we're doing a portrait that the size is going to be dependent on the space it's going to hang and and what'll fit there appropriately what that design mm-hmm. element that's a design element so i'm not talking about the size and i think a lot of times when i like so when i coach i do a lot of test calls and i have them i have them record themselves talking to clients so i can essentially critique it and and you know yeah. give them feedback Give them feedback, positive feedback. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, don't start talking about the sizes. Talk about the finishes because we offer canvas as well as, you know, a lighter painting and then heavier painting. So that's my good, better, best. And even my, yes. oh my gosh, which is our mixed media. I'm just asking what kind of finish, what fits your style? What fits your home? What are we looking for? And then I look at their images of their space and I say, well, you know, and they've measured it, right? We talked about this last week, I guess, or a week before we talked about the tape measure and we, I use price select, I use room views. That's a big part of my sales process. Then I'm like, well, if I were you, this is what I would do in that space. I would definitely consider between this and this. And then we can look at anywhere from, if we went to this size, we're probably looking at about an inch and a half molding. If you went here, we'd probably look at a, you know, a wider molding. And that's what I think as in the, as a designer, as a portrait designer, that's what I think will look best Mm -hmm. in that space. Right. Now that may not fit, that may not fit their budget, that may not work, but you know, that's what I talk about. I don't talk about the size. And I feel like a lot of times that's what people go to. They get on the phone and they start talking about how big it's going to be. Well, don't, don't do that. No, because that freaks people out <laughs> it I does. mean, you know what I mean they get because that's what they fixate on and when then you they say decide, 30 they, inches they have they've got a billboard in their house in their mind mm-hmm. that's what they're mm-hmm. right well you know I think that it's probably uh, most fireplaces we put about a 30 inch or larger what oh my in in their mind 
it's an actual billboard size picture. And it's yeah. not, you know what I mean? We know this, but they don't. So don't just skip over that part and just talk about, well, you know, do you like, you know, maybe, you know, do you lean, lean towards more of a modern look or do you like something that's a little more classic or traditional? You know, you can show them, you know, do you like this look, this, you know, this is beautiful, fine art canvas and it's in a float wrap frame or do you like something that's a little more edgy, a little more stylistic? And then we have the metal offerings. I mean, you know, whatever it is, but get them in that place. And then they start going, well, yeah, I really, that metal is really cool. We have a very modern home. I very, whatever. And then you say, let me look at the space. We're going to hang this and let's talk about the right dimensions and let's see what's going to work best in that space. And then you put on your designer or your decorator, you know, you know, hat. And if you're handling all that on the initial you know, a call or a subsequent call, maybe it's a second, you know, call or an in-portrait, in-person consultation, then, you know, then it comes down to, you know, to budget at the, at the, the tail end. Now I will say here that I will start with a range. Like if they call me and say, um, you know, I, I'm interested in having you photograph my family and I want to get a, a portrait of my family. I'll say, okay, is this something that we're going to be installing, you know, in a special place in the home? Well, yeah, I think I'd like something above my sofa. Or if it's, mm-hmm. well, I want to add to my collection of five by sevens on my, you know, coffee table. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm going to talk to them either way, but let's get a range. And then I will say, okay, well, you know, if you're looking for a wall installation, our range is from here to here. And if you're looking for, it sounds to me like you're looking for maybe some tabletop portraits and, you know, our tabletop portraits start at this amount, you know, and then mm-hmm. I say, and then of course we have a creation fee on top of that and move forward. Now, you know, I mean, if that's the case now, if they're calling because they, they were motivated by a campaign, meaning they got a gift certificate or something like that, then, you know, I'll say, okay, well, that's congratulations you've got this that's completely included would you like to discuss any other options most people think they do and then they might start hearing the investment level and put the brakes on and that's cool too you know my answer to that is always that and I know I say this all the time but if they're not if I don't feel like the investment or the interest is there that's totally fine of course I'm going to photograph them and treat them with amazing care but we're just going to do it on Wednesday at two (laughs) I'm not going to get evening or weekend or you know that type of thing but but I just focus on that. I just focus on the actual products. That's why our products have to be so super nailed down. Even when I go to like image boxes and albums, like I don't have, like I have a large one and I have our, I have our standard and our large album or image box. And you can choose black or black. (laughs) So less is more. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's, I think, I think that people generally don't know what they want. Right. You know, going in. Agree. And it's our job as artists to and, and salespeople to guide them towards what it is they need. But the more options you give them, the more room you give them to get distracted or nervous mm-hmm. about it or confused about the, what, you know, the product that you showed me earlier. What is that? Is that different? Is yeah. that the same price? Does that come in that right. size? I don't know. You know what I mean? And so, you know... Certainly one of the things that I, that I've learned from you and, and, and from, from other people is that I need to narrow down what I do, Mm -hmm. focus, focus down what I do, be okay with adding on, you know, things as needed when they ask for it, but not get attached to to whatever it is. Just because I researched it and priced it out for somebody doesn't mean that it needs to become part of what I do. Right. Right. Because, you know. 
because it doesn't match. No, as it much doesn't. as you try to convince them. Yeah, like that awesome <laughs> mat you're doing for that client that you love and it's great. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to post it or show it. No one's ever going to see it because it's not no. what you want to do. It doesn't fit your brand, but of course you're going to take care of your client. That would be if someone came in and we were doing something for them and but they their mom loved, you know, I don't know. They loved loved acrylic. These acrylic, you mm-hmm. know, uh, something something on acrylic. I don't personally offer those, but they're cool and I like them. And of mm-hmm. course I would make sure that I was able to print a, some acrylic product for the grandmother. Like I'm not going to not do it, but it's just not right. within, you know, within my reach. Or if we were showing an image box or something and they really wanted hot, you know, red leather, patent leather, you know, material, I would figure that out and, and, and find it, but it's not something I'm going to automatically think anybody else is going to want. And, and I may not even particularly like it or love it, but you know, to each his own, I'm not going to say no. It's, we say, we use the word custom design so often we have to also follow Mm -hmm. through, but you know, most people want the base, you know, they kind of want what you offer. Like you don't go to buy a car and start making a custom car. You usually can find what they, they know they're going to have so many black cards on the lot, so many white, so many silver, then they may have a couple mm-hmm. maroon, green, and they're always that yellow car in the lot that you're like, where did that? And it's just, it's interesting to have a yellow or orange car on the on the lot. They always have Because occasionally it. you get somebody asking about, that you know what I mean? It. Like, oh, show me something that looks different. Yeah. But it's not everybody. It's not the majority. No. It's like the random person, like me, that likes to drive a big, ugly station wagon because it looks different <laughs> than everybody else. Right. Not, that's not the norm. You know. But, I mean, you know, they— They've got it super nailed down, but they're going to have, you know, so that's just how we have to treat our, you know, treat our business where I'm not going to have that shiny yellow car on the lot. But of course, if a client asks, I'll, I'll take care of it, you know, so I don't know. Of course, of (laughs) course, because, because, you know, we want to, we want to, we want to please them, but also we don't want to, um, you know, modify, you know, completely what it is that you do. No, it's true. And you know, another thing is it keeps your, it keeps your sales process um, streamlined, which you said. It also Mm -hmm. keeps it so we get, I mean, guys, we're doing everything. So to have that, it simplifies my pricing. You know, Mm -hmm. if all this, this drives me bananas. So if I look at a price list and there's, um, there's the Renaissance album or there's the, um, there's the medieval album or there's the Gothic album. I'm making that up. I've never seen that. Thank you, Jesus. But there's these three albums and I'm like, and then under that, there's three or four sizes with engraving, without engraving, with gilded pages, with rounded. And it's all on a price list. All of a sudden, I'm like, I have to have a doctorate to actually understand this. And I'm a photographer. Your client does not get it. Just offer a basic and a, you know, a, a deluxe album, small or large, and include the engraving on everybody's unless they don't want it or don't include it at unless all. Unless they don't want it. Just make yeah. Yeah, don't make it harder for yourself. Yeah. But, you know, okay, so this brings me to a good point, too. Because, you know, what we're trying to offer is, are you know, things that people can't, aren't readily available in the public market, yes. right? Like, I try I try and carry a product. You try, you have a Not very Not really available in the marketplace, lineup. exactly. Not available in the marketplace. And so, if we're going to be adhering to that, that doesn't mean that it has to be complicated for you to to sell or order or, or build or, you know what I mean? Right. Like it just because it's special doesn't mean that it has to be hard. Exactly. <laughs> As a matter of fact, think about a high end, you think about like a price fix menu or, you know, um, a, a, a nice bag or a nice piece of jewelry, they will engrave it for free, you know, or whatever, but it's the same price. If you don't want the engraving, it's still the same price. If, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
actually high end is more simple. Like if you think about it, I, I, I it tend is. to put that adding on and piecing and adding and add, I've kind of put that in a lower end marketplace. You know what I mean? Your higher end, it's mm-hmm. a flat rate. And if you want to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's no extra, it's just, it is what it is. That's the thing. Well, and also I hate to, I hate to say this, but I've, I've found that when left to people's own devices, when they are, are don't have, aren't trained yes. in design and things like that, they will add on and add on and modify and twist and change and contort a thing that was beautiful once into the some the most heinous, ugly, yes, awful thing. Yes, <laughs> you know yes. it's given, and and it's not anyone's fault. It's they didn't realize they were doing it. No. It's just it started here in its most simplest form, and then they added on so many things to it that it just ended up looking like a clown car. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. It's the clown car photography. It's the yeah. it's the image that has been desaturated and hand tinted and then painted, mm-hmm. and then they've added some cool digital funky, you know, uh, 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 overlays and then they've batted mm-hmm. it and then they framed it and then they put it in a box and then they put it, I mean, like it just turns into this God awful thing. And I'm like, and they, and then they put stunning. papyrus font. Yes. And then over they, the top yeah. of it. <laughs> Cosmic Sans. <laughs> Comic Sans. Uh, so anyway, you know, and a drop shadow. Yes. And a drop shadow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. With a, you know, so yeah, just keep it simple. I mean, it, it makes it easier. And it, it's easier in our workflow. Here again, we do everything. It's much easier for me to only offer this the on a general basis. Now, of course, there's special orders and special considerations. But generally, I use these frames. I know they come here. I know that I can frame them simple. I know I don't mix in. I don't do tons of matte colors. Like I have two matte colors. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just keep it very simple. And I don't, I don't really differentiate that keeps my packaging very easy because it's all usually the same so I don't have to worry about extra and additional packaging and considerations um I can run through and do production very easily because it's kind of the same you know Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying my work looks the same I mean the images may be different of course but really and truly I just don't I don't differentiate too much I don't get too far outside the box in that I just I know what works you know I do a mini session though we talked about that holidays yeah. Bane of my existence. Cause that's when I introduce those fun products that are Limit, only fun, for limited the edition. fun limited editions that aren't fun for me, but I know that they sell. I know they get my clients to come in. They, I know people that collect them, but I don't really like doing holiday ornaments. I don't even nope. really like doing those couture panel things. The image block panels, whatever they call them. I Little love standouts them. Standouts that are like, yeah. Well, they're the, mm-hmm. yeah, image, they're, yeah, I don't know. I don't particularly love it. Image blocks. Yeah, image That's blocks what or whatever. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. particularly love it. I know they're hard to lay out. And, and I don't really to, like yeah. doing cards. But no. I do it because it keeps clients coming back to me and it's a service that I can offer them. So I will do it with a smile on my face. Not as genuine some days as others, but I'll do it. And, um. And it's, I only do it once a year, thank God. <laughs> but I can imagine having, trying to introduce that into my product lines every, all the time. I would no, go no. And, and so I'm so glad that you basically gave me and everyone else permission. It's okay to have this special thing during the holiday. Maze. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, cause I tighten the belt so much on everything. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's stopping people at the, we're always trying to show how we set ourselves apart. Yeah, you know, um, from from just random person with a camera who's learning photography and then decides to charge for it. No offense to them. No offense. But we we have spent a lot of time learning this craft and still do and a lot of and still do on a on a daily basis. You know, and um, 
when somebody is selling digital files, which again is a business model, but mm-hmm. just digital files, um, then people are allowed to go and purchase whatever they want with those digital files and put it in their home and however they want to display it. And they are the master of of that. And they and they clearly do not want or need a guide. Those those clients, right? You know, um, they don't know they need a guide, but. They don't know that they need a guide, but mm-hmm. they do it. And then probably they don't ever actually put it on anything. They probably just keep it on a USB drive. <laughs> probably. <laughs> or, or keep or it Or get a cloud, blanket so. or pillow or some socks. Yeah, maybe you could add socks to your um, Not doing your it. Blanket. Not doing it. Get a nice blanket mm. for your That client. makes me sad inside. <laughs> <laughs> Blankets are such a novelty piece. You know, I mean, I've seen, I've seen them, but I've I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Like for pets, maybe? Maybe. Maybe if you're a pet photographer, maybe that would be a popular item. I maybe. don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah, sure, sure. Why maybe not? So. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, the key is I love this. I love this conversation. I like the fact that in in you know, Kira's like we should talk about this, but it's true, and it's probably a conversation to keep having because you know we all fall into we all want this. I go someplace and I, I mean, I'm looking at you know Kira's studio and she put in all of her new samples. And I'm like they're so cool, and I'm like Mary. That's not for me. That's not my brand. But it doesn't mean I don't love it. So don't get this twisted. It's not like just because you love it, it fits with your brand. Because, you know, and I, I know I'll go story brand on you guys for a hot second. But when you start doing that and your clients come in and they're confused. And now you've mm-hmm. ruined what you've worked so hard to do, which is to cr- create that clear, concise branding and you know what you offer the products we offer in addition to the style right in addition to the Mm -hmm. style but the products we offer are so important to you know fortify that brand that we work so hard for so I don't know just think about it and and curated for that brand yes you know like you know designed and a lot of thought goes into what what you uh, put on your walls and what you sell in your studio and and it's it's don't throw it away on a whim just because you like you like what somebody else is doing. You can like what other people are doing and have your own thing. You actually can. <laughs> Trust me. And you can and you can like what other people are doing and be inspired by it for your own brand. Yes, as you well. can. You know. So um, as I have certainly found. So um, so yeah, I'm glad we had. I'm glad we talked about it. I was just thinking about it. You know, maybe a lot of people are as we're getting back to work and as we're as you know maybe maybe they took this time to refresh some other things or think uh, think hard about the the way they're what they're selling and maybe retiring some things yeah. I, I know I was I was in my um studio this week and I was in the back room looking for a bunch of tools so we can build this pergola <laughs> and um because that's where the tools live because we don't ever use them and um I uh I, I just ran into all these old products all these old boxes and all these old albums and all these old frames and yeah just you know, and them. then what do you, what do I do? I guess I throw, you know, it's a little heartbreaking. It's like, how do you dispose of those it's, old things? Like, if, you, if you're not in contact with the people anymore and it's from yeah. 10 years ago and you just throw them in the dumpster. I guess I mean, you do. That's what you do. Or you just have somebody else yeah. take them for you. Yeah. I keep, some of them I keep saying, oh, I can, I could probably just dis- uh, take apart this frame and use it in my own house somewhere or whatever. I never do. I have a stack of frames of things that I'm not selling anymore, but I'm like, maybe I'll use it for my house. Yeah. And then <laughs> it never happens. Never happens. I know. There. I know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to do, but it, you you can do it and you'll do it. It gets easier over time. After 26 years, we, we don't think as, but I remember the first couple of times we did that. I mean, even like old wedding albums, you know, cause we'd use them as display samples yeah. and I'm like, I knew how hard that worked and not just the wedding and putting the album together and albums are expensive that because we use 
I mean, the albums that we order are very expensive albums. And I was like, I can't just throw these away. And I'm like, but I have to get rid of these. Like, these are so out of style, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. And it's just, you know, I mean, I had to relook at even stuff that I was carrying as recent as last year. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, just samples, you know? I think it's important to kind of keep things fresh. I need to update my window pictures. I need to, pictures. Do, I need to update that my needs to change out. So I mean, even though they're on brand, it's just we got to. I know. Keep it fresh, right? I'm I'm so. so I'm so not practicing what I preach here, but I'm gonna get better. It's on the list. Oh no, no, do as we say, not as we Oh no, do, do as we I thought that was understood. Yeah. I thought I oh, thought yeah. that was hey, the guys, disclaimer. We don't do any of this. We're just telling you. No, I'm not I'm, I need to update my studio samples. It's we work so hard on that classic, you know, timeless piece that and they they are. I mean, honestly, you know, my kids' 18 month portraits I'd put up against anything I photographed today and they pretty much look the same. Because they're 18 mm-hmm. months old. They don't have a hairstyle. <laughs> and they're wearing you know, just a plain white clothing. You know what I mean? And they're barefooted. Yeah. It's not like glasses or, you know what I mean? But yeah. anyway, I need to. It's time. I need to do it. I need to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's a, it's now, <laughs> now is the best time for it. Yeah. I think. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, speaking of brands, if people really want to look really, ca- like, look incredibly cool right now, they could go on our website and order some, some Get Your Shoot Together swag. They totally can. And let me tell you guys, um, I don't want to be um, this person, but I, I am. I have basically lived in that tank top <laughs> like every other day for this entire pandemic. I have kind of made a, a, a decision that athleisure wear is oh, it's my staying. new uniform. That if anything good is coming out of this. It's athleisure. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've got a real interest now in um, cute tennis shoes. I have a strong interest strong. in bold colored mm-hmm. tennis shoes. Yeah. That is that is what I have my eye on right now. I've already ordered a pair, decided I didn't like them, returned okay. them, and now I'm ordering another. Yeah, pair. athleisure's so, here to stay. That's definitely happening. I mean, that's not going away. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you too are in that boat, because I kind of have a feeling that you are. <laughs> I'm telling you guys that TikTok is the best the bomb. TikTok out there. Now the summer's upon us and the heat is rising. You need yourself oh, a God, racer it back. It's hot too. here. It is hot here and it keeps raining and I'm like, oh, it'll cool off. And it's like, no, now it's just wet. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> Y'all, it's a little bit hotter down there than it is here, but it's it's getting there. It's getting there. But yeah, check out our That's website. It. Where can they check out our website, Kira? They can check all of these things out, Mary. Um, at, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Get Your Shoe Together. You can follow us on Facebook at Get Your Shoe Together. You can email us at girl at getyourshoetogether.com. You can get all the swag at getyourshoetogether.com. And you can subscribe to us at all the places where podcasts are posted. We will see you guys next time. Thanks, y'all. Bye.